The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Hello and welcome to episode 22, 2 versus 3. I'm Kyle. It's Cody. Hey, people. <laughs> and Greg. Yo. I like your new intro. Yeah, I know. I just thought we had to spice it up because it sounds like we're like really like stoned at the beginning well, of every episode. You sound fucking really stoned right now. <laughs> well, like I am. <laughs> but. Fair. That's why it sounds like that then. Yes. You could just try not being stoned at the start of the episode. Just, you might. Just spice it up. Yeah. All right. So the new catchphrase. Hey, people. You never know. I feel like that's already someone's catchphrase. Well, maybe that's why it's a good one. Oh, well, yeah, I can't remember who, so maybe it wasn't a good one. Yeah, that's, that means it's bad. What have you guys been up to <laughs> this week? Um, not too much. Uh, got some new comics, playing with magic cards. Just nerding out and working. What about you? Pretty much the same. I went out and, well, you know, because I went out with you last night, filmed a bunch of skateboarding. I hadn't done that in a long time. Yeah, that was really fun. I feel beat up as hell today. I felt fine because I didn't do any of the actual skating. I just sat there and drank. It That's like one of the best parts of going skating, actually, I find. Yeah, I just it's sat not there. skating. It was it's like not good. skating. Yeah, yeah, it's like my favorite part of going to the beach is not swimming. For yeah. sure. It's like no, just man. chilling and drinking. Yeah, I like drinking. My favorite yeah. part of every activity drinking. is the drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, my favorite part of this podcast. So. <laughs> it's like most of the only part of the podcast. Yeah, that's really all we do. Like we have more beers than the listeners. <laughs> that's definitely true. Oh, that's amazing and sad. That's our new tagline, I think. <laughs> more, more beers, beers than, than listeners. listeners. That's that's better than beers and opinions. Uh, man, someone should hashtag us that. Just you know, just so we know <laughs> someone's listening and we don't feel lonely. Man, I read the greatest fucking little tweet. Like Ben Affleck t- uh, tweeted that uh, Deathstroke. Like he posted a video of Deathstroke in like armor. And yeah, so I saw that. And yeah. everyone was kind of like hinting that Deathstroke's gonna be the villain in the Batman movie. I was just like went and clicked and it was like top comment. It was some chick tweeted Ben Affleck, I want you to come in my eyes so we I could see our kids. Like so I could see our future kids. <laughs> and there was like an obnoxious amount of likes and retweets and it was like man oh, That's a pretty amazing tweet. I want to be that you? famous that somebody is just like tweeting me that and you just like ignore it. Cuz like I, right now if someone tweeted me I wouldn't be able to ignore it. It would be like I'd I would like if someone tweeted you that, that'd be you to fucking come alarming. In my eye, <laughs> so I can see our future kids. <laughs> Damn, that's that's definitely celebrity status. Like fucking tweets going on. Yeah, what kind of nutty ass bitch says something like that? <laughs> like, I don't know. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. But so we're coming up on September. By the time this episode comes out, it will definitely be back to school season for a lot of people out there. Not for us, poor souls. We just work. We're we're in the real world. We're adults. But I was thinking about that theme and what were some of your favorite teachers from any form of entertainment? Movies, books. What classifies as a teacher? Because like, what if it's just someone that taught me something? Like a like a light well, I guess life like lesson kind of thing. But I know what you. No, mean I think you mean like the professor, like yeah. the profession. I think a professor cla- or classroom teacher. Classroom teacher. What about a professor? Does that count or no? Yeah. Like what about some like Hogwarts teachers? But no, well, for sure. Count, yeah, yeah. though no, that counts for sure. Like well, what? What's some of your I guys' favorites? I, I want to start by saying like, first one that like I could have been lame and like oh I'm Robin Williams in uh, Dead Poets Society. I've actually uh, never seen that movie. Carpe diem, but no, that's not fun. Uh, (laughs) uh, then my next thought instantly was like mr mackey oh yeah (laughs) well that's a guidance counselor though not a teacher uh, school yeah like a little school faculty yeah all right Uh, you know the stupidest one the one that came to my mind was mr feeney from boy meets world yeah i don't know why you said (laughs) no that's a classic. What was for the us? principal from Saved by the Bell? Like Mr. Speldman? Mr. Belding? Belding. Yeah, he he was weird. Both those people did weird shit in those shows where they stayed in that person's life like way too long. Like Mr. Belding <laughs> was the principal forever, you know. And then when they go to like the do the season where they like it's like the summer vacation, 
he goes on vacation with them too. Like he's there. I think he works at the hotel they're all working at or some shit. And like yeah, that's you fucking definitely weird. have a different dark interpretation of the plot to that show. I don't, I don't know what you're like. And also Mr. Feeney too. Like he was the teacher every year of that show, including when he went to college. He became a college professor. <laughs> and he was his fucking neighbor. That's too much. That's, good that's writing, weird. Kyle. That's how you keep a character in the loop. <laughs> that's shitty writing. That's really weird. It should have been a different teacher every year. Like, add a new character. No, that's really bad writing. I agree. <laughs> like, that's really boring. Um, someone that stands Dang. out for me is Miss um, Krabappel. She is an amazing depiction of a real life like teacher? public school teacher. I had a a teacher that like looked like Mrs. Garoppolo. Yeah. Single, smoking cigarettes during your breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But same something like, like hair and attitude and glasses. There's, well, hoping fireworks fire. going I'm off hoping. outside right now. Yeah, we're hoping that's fireworks. <laughs> it was. I saw the flash out there. <laughs> it didn't look like a gunshot. <laughs> In the ghetto. Hopefully that won't go on for very long. Um, but yeah, those are the two that. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, they come to mind. And then the other one, you said Harry Potter, and I think of Professor McGonagall. Oh, McGonagall. Man. I thought of Professor Snape. I feel like that secretly he wants me to succeed, but he's going to be a real dick about it. Yeah, you think that think like, he'll teach you the lessons you need to learn? Yeah. yeah. Where it's like like 13 quests later, I used the skills he taught me like in the first level, and you're like, what? that seems well, stupid. That is kind of what he did for Harry, but yeah. I mean, that was because he had his mother's eyes. So <laughs> a, a new awesome teacher is uh, the one from Stranger Things. Oh yeah, shit! I didn't even think who, of that. Who instantly? Yeah, he's, he's the best. On the yeah. phone, tells these kids how to build a deprivation chamber. Yeah, <laughs> Man, and like it, he did everything he could for those kids at every turn. Yeah, he was like he was great, the true hero of that story. In the middle of a date, drops everything to teach these kids how to make a deprivation chamber. Yeah. no questions asked. Well, like uh, I'm, I'm, I mean Giles from Buffy. I'm just gonna go close those windows. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, um, Giles from Buffy—he's a librarian, but he's a school librarian. I guess that kind of counts. My librarian when I was and in you, school. Do like, you know how much education did... you need to be a librarian? None, I assume. Oh, it's the opposite. Why would you need education? I know the Dewey Decimal System. I don't know, man, but it's a thing. Do they even use the Dewey Decimal System anymore? I don't even know what that is. Well, see, that's why you can't be a fucking librarian. That's how they organize books in the library. Well, yeah, that's just nonfiction. Silly. Why is it silly? I mean, I, but then I probably do know how to use it. I don't know. I always get lost in the library. So you don't know how to use it? I know how to use maps, though. And, I mean, I look it up, and I get a number <laughs> code, and I just, like, walk around. They don't like, use maps in a library. No, but I, like, I mean, I understand how. What fucking how I, libraries are you going to? I just you need a like, map. I don't get a map. No, like, actually, there's, man, I've been, like, trying to reference library. You might need a map in there. You get fucking lost. But what about uh, Professor Xavier? Okay, yeah. yeah. But I never really Great thought... Choice. I always kind of forgot their school, their, their teachers. That, that that was a school. They're all they, teachers, actually. Yeah, they're all teachers. Yeah. What does Wolverine what is, teach? Yeah. Imagine how much insurance history, they pay. Right? It's history. <laughs> well, that would make sense. Yeah. Cause and he's, like, uh, you know. Storm would be an alright teacher. Like a gym teacher. Why Why would she be the one you would go to as the gym teacher? Like, I why not Beast like to see Storm as the gym fucking, teacher? Like, gym shorts and, like, playing Okay, because she's hot. All right. But you like Holly why Berry. wouldn't it be like meteorology or something like that? You would go probably do? she'd probably do some stupid like science. Rogue would probably be the gym teacher. Well, I was thinking Beast. He can like hang upside down. And science check. teacher. Oh yeah, he's he's You're teaching everything. You're fucking wasting else. his genius because yeah. he can hang upside down. You know, but gym teachers can be smart too, Greg. Don't life pigeonhole smart. gym teachers. <laughs> man, oh man, uh, Coach McGurk from uh, Home Movies. That was fucking. Uh, who's the guy that does the voice of Archer? Oh, H. John Benjamin. Yeah, that was like one of the first like animated shows I remember seeing him in home movies. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he buys that all, like, the weirdest all, fuck show. He buys all the swords. I never saw one. Man, I think you dig it. Yeah, you probably like it. Yeah. It's like, like really like shitty cartooning, you know, and it's like about a bunch of kids in elementary school making movies that they should like remakes of movies that they shouldn't even be watching. And their like, animation's really like intentionally terrible. It's like the guy did uh, Frisky Dingo. Archer, and I feel like there's another one that's just as like way big, like more popular. What for? The, yeah, like home, the voice like, actor? No, well, the guy that made all those shows, like Archer, Home Movies. Mm, I don't know. Frisky Dingo, mind you, did they're you, all did great. Did you do C Lab? Uh, I think so. Something Smalls, Brendan Smalls. <laughs> I don't know. I knew H. John Benjamin. That's no, my it's one good. name no, for I the think day. You it. it's, mm. it's a good show. It used to be on like Teletoon Retro back when you were a kid. It's a great like, when you come home fucking stoned to shit. 
and you just didn't know what to do. But you I don't just th- like, is that a ch- oh, that's probably not a channel everywhere. Teletoon Retro. That's a, just a Canadian thing, probably. Might right? even be an Ontario thing. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was just like a show, and it just played all, all like the cartoons that we grew up with when we were kids, but we could watch them at ten o'clock at night now baked. Yeah, that's that's the pitch, and it. it was solid. I mean, I I would subscribe to that now, to be honest. Nostalgia and bongs. Fuck yeah. That's what you call that. <laughs> like an A tracks playlist, but like of just TV episodes. That'd be good. Uh, don't you guys think that Netflix should what have about, like, um, like, okay, I thought of another good teacher. I'm so sorry for cutting you off, but, um, the teacher for the magic school bus. What was her name? Oh, Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. Yeah. That's yeah. a solid one. Great teacher. Yeah. yeah. I went with on many frizz? adventures with that fucking class. No way. Did you guys read the books too? Like the, the little classics? Yeah. No, not really. Classics books. Yeah. I was more of a Clifford, the big red dog guy. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that dog so fucking big? I yeah. never knew. They never really answered that. I'm sure he had a lot of issues because of his size. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, you always die young if you're that big. <laughs> Heart problems? Yeah. yeah. It's like, what happened to Andre? Damn, that's grim. Uh, like, that's what I've been liking about these new Coors beers. Is, uh, Did it make you feel like Andre the Giant? Yeah. Holding that Budweiser can? I love that picture. That's great. I know. Um, For- Did you guys watch wrestling when you were a kid? Oh. I think we've done this before. Okay. Ask us. Yeah. I remember like my dad getting like renting a VHS copy of uh, Hulk Hogan versus yeah. Andre the Giant. And me like when I had been watching wrestling previous and he sat me down, he's like, No, you gotta watch this wrestling. This is legendary wrestling. <laughs> you guys like remember renting VCRs and shit and D V D players from the like the video store? No. Uh I, I rented uh video game consoles I, I've rented consoles. I never rented a VCR or D V D player. Yeah. It was like rent a PlayStation One for a weekend or Go like have yeah, no, your friends that, yeah. stay over the whole weekend and play. Yeah, I remember Twisted that. Metal when you're not supposed to be. Fuck yeah, yeah. I definitely Man, could they not do a new Twisted Metal game? Like, would that not be? They, they did. They did, and it was bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't. People didn't like it. Didn't get. Wasn't very popular. Hmm. It was that was on the PS3 though, 2009 ish maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking speaking of like the PlayStation, I got like a little fucking beef with them right now. Oh yeah. So. I can only imagine that it happened a while ago. Like, my, my brother's buddy fucking lent us a PS4, and, like, I used my account, logged in, maybe probably made it my primary, deactivated it either when my brother logged in or someone else did, and we're trying to fucking activate this PS4, and it's just being a dick. I, like, they literally said I had to, like, appeal to the high council. Did they say high council? I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> I I hope they did. That would be awesome. <laughs> and, and, but then, <laughs> and then And then... My appeal got denied, and so now I have to wait like another fucking two months to activate. Lawyer up, man. To activate my PlayStation as my primary account, which is kind of shitty. Son of a bitch. Because now when we buy games, like we can't share. That's kind of bullshit. Which is just like a Canadian motto. Sharing. Yeah, no, I don't. That's weird as fuck. It's like a fucking shitty thing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, s- speaking of which, I, we, we just got the, the new baseball game. That's going to be pretty fun to play after this podcast. I think I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that the reason Cody wants it is just because... Uh, I just want to win. Well, well we've, been, we've been going to Barcadia. <laughs> yes. Like like the two versus three, like... World Series tournament. Yeah, we were doing the, the World Series. 1998 World yeah, Series? Yeah, so Usually the Jays versus Yankees. Or the Jays versus the Cubs. Yeah, depending on who's playing. Like I play, I'm taking the Jays. Cody's taking the the, the Yankees, and Kyle's taking the Cubs. Well, like the, three it's, solid it's, teams. It's 99, so like the Yankees are hot as fuck. It, it, yeah, it's 99 or 98. It might be 99. I think it's 99. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're currently but Cody's we're fucking, winning. Yeah, Cody's right now winning, so we might have to start a new series. Yeah, we're definitely giving a big plug to Barcadia downtown. Man, if you guys like live in Kingston or come to Kingston, so. like I'd go there. Fucking, it's just a bunch of arcade games that you all want to play and a bunch of booze that you want to drink. Like, fuck. Yeah, speaking of which, this is something I, I wanted to bring up. I was there this afternoon, guys, and for the first time in my entire fucking life, I beat the first level of Pac-Man. <laughs> ever. What? I've that was ne- the first time ever? First time ever. And not only the, the original f- Pac-Man the, the or first, Pac-Man? Just Pac-Man. Not, not, I, I got the first two levels. And f- with one quarter and like fucking is the first time I'd ever done that I beat like the first level of an old game I've never beat Donkey Kong never beat Frogger none maybe Frogger but like a lot of those old games I found really tough and like did not have the patience to beat. how many rounds are in the first level you, you just fucking you get three beat, lives beat the map and yeah you just got to eat all the pellets on the map 
in the maze. I feel like I've. Yeah, it's no, not I, the, I definitely never done well, it before. The only thing that's impressive to me about that is their Pac-Man machine sucks. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like, I might have done it on like some silly handheld thing. No, before. see, yeah, maybe yeah, that's it. But like on that machine, the joystick is bust, yeah. and like it gives me such grief. But I finally beat it today. And I like threw my hands up in the air <laughs> and just like. There's so probably a way better high score myself. on that machine too. Oh, there is, but it's not that high. But like, I don't even care. It's like whatever. I beat a vintage game. Like I never considered that I'd even try. <laughs> it's funny i've definitely done it a ton of times just not on that machine because that yeah so like after that i try to do like donkey kong and all that but like out of all the vintage games like what's probably your favorite game of an old one yeah like the ones that would be on that one like cabinet that has uh, like, like the, the, old, the 50 like, yeah. games in there um wow well, i have to think on it for a second well i what's old because i mean like when i was like donkey kid. kong like, fucking like space you know, invaders donkey kong, pac-man space invaders that kind of stuff uh like uh galaga anything like that yeah Oh. Anything on that yellow cabinet by the bar? I never really like played any of those shit. You should, man. It's fucking classic. Yeah, those are good games. Like, right? I would have played Pac-Man, I guess. I would say Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man. It's probably my favorite. What's the difference? Miss Pac-Man, the mazes change. There's, it's just like better all the way around. It yeah, works it's better. Just upgraded. Yeah. It's Pac-Man two basically. Yeah. yeah okay. Man, Pac-Man <laughs> with a bow. I've been watching Scott Pilgrim a lot lately. A lot lately, so like multiple times. Oh yeah, I've watched it a couple of times in the last little bit. But when he's trying to hit on Fiona and he just like walks up and he's so like they originally wanted to call Pac Man like uh, uh, Paku Paku or uh, Puck. Yeah, he's, that movie's fucking great. Well, honestly, <laughs> giggling like, to himself the about the fucking line. No, no, no. It's just it's yeah, whatever. I'm just quoting. It Kyle. would have been called Puck Man, but they were worried that like you would vandalize it to Fuck Man. <laughs> Basically, well, I think is the yeah, end that's result. Like the gist. But one of the greatest things in that scene is that while they're standing there, right behind them, there's a light switch on the wall. But the light switch is almost like 10 feet up. And they said that the only reason what? they filmed it on How, that. You watch weird as, no, it's weird as fuck thing. How many times did you watch Scott Pilgrim until you noticed Actually, that a light switch I was weirdly this, I was thinking this today is that I put Jungle Book as like my base for basing other movies off of. But I'm going to have to say that right off the top of my head, the top four movies that I think are just perfect would be like The Watchmen. Jungle Book, Scott Pilgrim, and then Step Brothers. Step Brothers? <laughs> Those are your 10 out of 10 movies? Oh, easily. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, The Godfather or anything like that. I'm not, you know, and, like, you, okay, The Godfather I wasn't a big fan of. Scar- Citizen Kane. Scarface I wasn't a big fa- fan of. Uh, Dazed and Confused wasn't a big fan of. Like, these fucking, cult, like, the first season of True Detective, you know, it wasn't as good as the second. Like, How I, are you I, relating these? Cause these I, are just things you weren't a fan of. His fucking brilliant brain is. These yeah, are the things that people called man. A beautiful mind was a great movie. Like you do have a beautiful mind, Greg. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Just yeah, I forget where we were going with this, man. Yeah, I just, forget too because you trailed off. Okay, well then this is a good segue because like lately I've been spending, believe it or not, a lot of time on IMDb. Just okay. And, just comparing movies to Jungle Book. Well, okay, so it's like a, it's like a two parter. It's like one I've been playing a game with IMDb. Where it's like a challenge where at the bottom it's just like suggested movies for you. And it's like, oh, basically you just said these are movies you haven't rated yet. And it's just like they'll give me a list of like, you know, 20 movies. Okay. And, and I just see what, how many of them I've already watched. Just kind of just like, you don't know me at all. I've already seen this movie. You tell me I should watch it? Fuck, I've already watched this movie. I've already watched this movie. Well, then it's good. It, it It's suggesting things you would like because you did watch them and probably enjoyed them. Well, yeah, so I don't know. But I keep feeling like I've been winning. So how, how, wait, how do you I win in know this how, game? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Thank you. Well, I, I feel like I win up until it gives me a fucking le- a list of, of suggested movies, a complete list that I haven't seen. Then you're losing? No, then I win because then it's just like... Oh, finally. Like how you So you wanted to do the opposite of what it's supposed to do. You well, know, no, but it's saying suggested movies and it's like I've already seen them. Well, you haven't rated it, so they don't know that. No, I know, but I'm You once that. told me you don't play video games cuz you find it to be a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. Yes, you have. A waste you, of time. Yeah, you no, know, you've said to me, sorry, this is the exactly what you said. Was uh, you know, I'm just getting older, Kyle. Don't get time for games. <laughs> That's You've said that before. Not since we've been doing the podcast. Well, we, we, no. all, we all go through phases. You know? Yeah, but I just love how like he'll go from that point. Like, no no spare time for games, man. Well, all right. But I'll play. I'll turn a IMDb into a game. So, especially with fucking like Magic Dawn of Justice, right? Which got like vandalized by Rotten Tomatoes. Same as Suicide Squad. Same as Suicide Squad. Like, I'm conflicted because, Kyle, I feel like you're a Rotten Tomatoes guy. And, like, I've been in a solid IMDb. What does a Rotten Tomatoes guy mean? That's uh, the I, 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 I wouldn't call you a Rotten Tomatoes guy, Kyle. 
Thanks. Like, like every time you show up, you're not like, well, 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 well on Rotten Tomatoes today. No, but I mean, uh, <laughs> what, what, you know, you know what I mean. I think he means what website I would yeah, go which to. Which one to, does he go to? to judge? Did you fucking who does yeah. he trust? Is it IMDb? I'd Rotten hope that he would just watch the movie. That's no, usually I what I knew, but I mean, he's not wrong in the sense that I would go to Rotten Tomatoes before I'd go to IMDb to see you would? to see whether or not a movie's getting S- good reviews. See, I have the IMDb app. I I frequent it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the most on my like when I look at my phone, it's like next to the MLB app, the IMDb app. They're like neck and neck, and I stream like fucking live videos from the MLB one. <laughs> I think there's been lots of podcasts where we've talked about some dumb shit. And I like in this IMDb app discussion is maybe taking the top fucking <laughs> shit for me. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just hooked on it. And like, I can't watch it like, for a while. It was ruining shit for me. Cause like I couldn't watch anything without just going through it. And you're like two seconds before something happened. I'd spoil it for myself by reading the episode description or trivia or you're a fucking weird guy, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like This is not a problem I've ever man, had. I live you with this guy, Kyle. I know. Yeah. Don't say, say, replace the word weird with interesting, and then it's not a Well, it keeps you on on your toes. I I can understand. I to myself for the most part. You do. He doesn't read read the descriptions out loud and ruin (laughs) the episode for you, too. No, but now... Now we hardly watch the same stuff. Yeah. These days. Like, we savor the shit we watch together. Yeah. You guys just play magic cards together. Every time I walk in here now, it's just magic. Well, fuck, we spend enough money on it. We might as well. Yeah. Well, that's good. You're getting your money. Actually, Cody and I are, like, in this brilliant game where it's just, like... Every, it's seemingly every time we buy magic cards, it's just like you, you just like buy three packs. You buy a pack for your boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's nice. You guys are quite the the, the, the roommate couple here. <laughs> just like you know, leaving weed and magic cards lying around. <laughs> yeah, we're almost thirty. All of my roommates always just left dirty dishes, so you know, that's a step up. <laughs> um. So I wanted to talk about while Greg was mentioning the trouble with PlayStation, uh, some shit I've been having similar problems with Xbox, but we got fucking sidetracked pretty quick out of that. But uh, I just got my uh, an Xbox One. I just got it set up like two days ago. Yeah, your brother took off and fucking blessed us all with early Christmas, eh? Oh, yeah. I brought a bunch of comics. From my, my brother's moving to Ireland, so he can't take Xboxes and, and comic books with him on a plane. So you guys got Christmas early and a bunch of comic books. Yeah, and I got an Xbox shit. One. And it's dumb as fuck. <laughs> Makes no sense, man. You can't do anything on that thing. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Well, no, it's, like it does, but it's just super not intuitive in any way. I don't know where anything is. I literally had to hook up the Kinect and just yell at it to be able to, to, so to like, do So, like, what's that? The Kinect is like, uh, it's basically a camera you put in front of your TV, and it sees you, and... Like, you can talk to it. So, like, if I want to turn it on, I just say, like, Xbox on, and it turns itself on. Or Xbox off, turns it off. Kind of like... Xbox, play this game. Like the OK Google shit? Kind of like that, like, on your Android phone, except for it just does it for the Xbox. and doesn't work nearly as good. Um, Half the time, it thinks I'm saying pause. I don't know why. And it's like, oh, can't pause this. Well... Didn't what, fucking like ask what, you. What, what, what would you have said that it said it thought you wanted to, it to pause? Uh, literally anything. Xbox, do anything that isn't pause. It thinks I'm saying pause. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... I don't know. And it's also weird because it is just always spying on you. Like, like well, I was going to say, if you're just, like, at any time, Xbox on. You're yeah. Just like, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh, it knows when I walk in the room. It knows me. That's not cool, man. Like, it, it literally at is, all. like... So, like, when you turn it on, it doesn't sign auto-sign in anybody. But if I sit down, it signs me in. It knows that I'm there. That's fucked up. It is kind of fucked up. Now, if your brother comes back and sits down, is it going to be like, yeah, it'll be like true oh. master? And it'll, like, <laughs> <laughs> delete all your failures. Yeah, it deletes all my saves. <laughs> <laughs> like, unplugs itself. <laughs> packs itself up. But, no, uh, it's uh, it's weird as shit. It, and so, I, I, I bought a game for it today. Um, uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. This is like Halo One through Four, like uh, they were redone. They redid two entirely for it. I haven't. I'm just playing one right now. I'm gonna work my way up. But uh, I haven't played it. Did you guys ever play Halo? Yeah, I loved thing? it. Yeah. So I haven't played in like ten years or something. So it was a huge. I only played one and two. I think. I, yeah. I wait, is, is number two the first time you played the Arbiter, or is that yeah. number three? No, it's two that you play as the Arbiter. But anyway, um, it was. Pretty big nostalgia rush for me, especially just because I don't know if you guys remember like the theme song to Halo, 
Yeah. Like the, it's like the monks chanting and then like the yeah. me, like Fucking heavy guitar that comes was in. Like Xbox was like on cutting edge. Right? No, that's like, when we thought that was the future. Oh yeah, fuck like, yeah, man! Like I, I would skip school. Like, you remember to play the Xbox. first time driving a warthog on the beach? Oh no, oh, yeah, it's awesome. And I just I just redid like, that today. You know what, dudes? Like, did we think about it? Like, I wish we could crack a new beer because if it wasn't for X, for Xbox and it wasn't for Halo, well, if it wasn't for Halo, thanks, man. If it wasn't for Halo, we wouldn't have been fucking gave a shit about the Xbox. And if that was the case, we wouldn't have been watching Red versus Blue. And about fucking ten years later, we probably wouldn't have thought it'd be cool to have a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's like a weird lineage Go there. Just because like Rooster Teeth. Yeah, kinda yeah, fuck me. A little, little shout out to those guys. I mean, they're like, not, they I'm not saying really like I remember like having bootleg fucking DVDs. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, Red versus yeah, Blue. Me too. Like, that we spent hours to download because the internet was so slow back then. Well, that then. was like before video on the internet was really a yeah. thing. Like, those guys, like, that was one of the first like, wasn't viral torrent. videos. Like, fuck yeah, man. That was good. The like, only viral video I can think of that was like before Red versus Blue was like the. Numa Shit. Numa, like like E bombs world. Well, like that stuff, but I I was thinking like the fun. VHS of like the uh, Jesus versus Santa, like before South Park. Mm. Like people got weird pirate copies of that, and oh, it would yeah. be circulated around. So it was like pre-internet viral that video. That was pretty obscure though. But still, it was like the only way I remember something getting passed around, like. Red versus blue was like I remember getting a DVD from a friend for yeah. Red versus Blue and watching the shit out of that and then friend, like give it to another friend. Yeah, it must have taken so much time to make this. Yeah, and yeah. everybody wanted to try and do it, but no yeah. one knew how to capture it's, Xbox footage. Yeah. Like it's such like we're going back, man. Like I said, it's like nineteen ninety something. Today I almost got uh I couldn't find it on for the PS four. It was for Xbox One, PS three and like another system that I can't think of. Probably PS two or the previous Xbox, but the new Skyrim bundle package. I couldn't find it for the PS four. Well, it's not out yet. The, like is the that, remaster? Is that why? Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's out in November. Oh, uh, because it was I, out for every system. And I looked. Like I didn't ask anybody. I just like looked because like I saw it for every fucking system. Yeah. But they weren't all together. There. It was like it was at Walmart and they had like just bins everywhere. Not bins, yeah. but like racks. Yeah. The the definite like the remaster for it is well, November. Some of the newest mods on Steam for fucking Skyrim like absolutely we, ridiculous. You can get mods PC. now on uh, on Xbox. Really? And it's coming to PS4. Well, Justin was saying that it, it was already out for PS4, but maybe... I think always, it is in beta. Yeah, is that it? Because uh, every, every time he comes over, he fucking logs on and then checks for Fallout and Skyrim. And he's just like, there should be... No, no, there should be some, some mods. Because like, it's just it's simple upgrades to just add, like... Make, make it yeah, yeah, better, make it look better, more right? fun. Um, like what I wanted to ask, though, because I was thinking about it in Halo, uh, and it also Elder Scrolls makes me think of it, too, was... Uh, what was your favorite like soundtrack song like for a video game? Like something that fucking gets you pumped up for that game when you hear it. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Okay, so you're thinking like a literal like a like all the those are real songs, not that specifically is, like a for score. Them. Yeah, I was kind of thinking score, not soundtrack. I guess. Okay. But well, soundtrack wise, yeah, those like had soundtrack amazing. definitely Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, like, like I mean the, that got me into. And like listening to some of those songs these days is a huge nostalgia trip. No, I'm with you there. Like a lot of like CKY like, and like stuff. S- and like a lot of ska and shit like that. Yeah. No, I, those were good. They introduced me to a lot of music like at a young age. Yeah, like yeah, punk music sure. and stuff. But for score, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, Morrowind, I was fucking in love with that score. Yeah, that's like... And, the... But, I mean, I've also bought most oh. Star Wars games based just on the fact that, I mean, and as soon as I hear the Star Wars theme... I'm like convinced it's like I already paid, like I already got my money's worth. Like yeah. that, that joy I feel the initial time you turn on the fucking or like you're, you, you, whether it be a movie, a game, yeah, you're like, oh, there you go, that was worth get the hit with bucks. that thx, done, yeah, done, yeah. worth it. And then from then on, it's like shit. Yeah, I mean, I saw you busting it. Like I, said, I don't know, it was just on the table there, Force Unleashed. No, Webred went to borrow it, but he didn't. Oh fuck, man! I mean, well, I was like, name. I kind of want you to. Can we get it on the PS4, Carl? Uh, no. Then you should bring them. You should well, there'll be new on Star PlayStation now. Maybe you probably could, but yeah. But I already did a subscription to that. You can still get a pl- prescription at PlayStation Now on the PS4. Like subscribe to it. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation Now. Yeah. Is that's that only on PS4. Is that not what I'm doing right? Oh, but what did you just say? No, it's you're different. thinking of PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Now is like you can stream PS3 games. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Remember, right. I did that for a little while there. Yeah, I guess we yeah, got like yeah. the free version of it. Right. Oh, so like that's how we would get that. Like, if we wanted to, we could use that. I had a bunch get... of those weird old games on there at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, I'm fucking. But I I'm guess still ignorant. Um, maybe for favorite score for a game, I'd have to say Unraveled. 
Oh yeah, you yeah, like that, that one? new indie game I just played. What kind like, of music is it? That it's like kind of like folky, like almost Celtic kind of music. It's a Scandinavian game, so I guess it's like Scandinavian folk music. Nice. Did I ever? Uh, I, did you ever borrow Bioshock Infinite for me? I think you did. Yeah, no, I that, that, that that's got really good music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like rainy timey guys. Yeah, Fallout. Fallout also. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, those are some of the greatest. Soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, like those games. New Vegas. Yeah, New Beautiful. Vegas for the win, yeah. man. It was all those country songs. We yeah. have the Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins, like, man. We yeah. okay. So we're gonna take a break. Man, I've never done the break. Go nuts. We're gonna take a break right here. I uh, I don't know any of the plugs, but we're gonna listen to some Marty Robbins. So uh, <laughs> we'll be back later. He pulls me into this dark office alone. He lays me down, and he's like, "Take off your shirt." He was he was good. He was a professional. Jason's warm, long. He loses me all up, gets it done. And he's rubbing this thing all over. He's very gentle with me. I'm about to pass out. Dude's taking forever. And now I'm slightly out of breath. He squirts me down all over my belly. But he did say that I didn't have to put my shirt back on, which was weird. Oh, yeah. They also talk about comics. Long Box Small Talk. Weekly on bmoviesandebooks.com. And we're back. And uh, we had an interesting break. Cody did his hair. Greg and I sang at Mr. Sandman. We listened to some Marty Robbins. It was it was interesting. Would have made for good podcast material, but nope. <laughs> mics were off. Man, but when we sit down <laughs> and we start talking in the mics, even if like we're not recording, we talk. Into the like, mics? It's way better conversations. Like, if we could have a dinner party and give everyone headphones and mics, not even record, I bet you'd be a great dinner party. That we'd probably break some Why mics. would it be? I don't know if that's the case. We do the exact same conversations whether or not we're recording or not. It was the whole reason we started this. Anyway, got a topic for us, Cody? Well, <laughs> after all that hostility, I was thinking, like, t- this week was the first week in a while that I had a really good poll list. Kind of got me excited for comics again. Because we go through waves. Because every once in a while, it's like, I feel like... Every comic I read is going on a break at the same fucking time. I just have like what's sh- your, I have shitty months. What's your pull list? I don't know. I got quite a few books. Flint what's your main ones? What are your ones you're stoked Flintstones, on? Flintstones, Providence, Saga, East of West. Okay, that's um, all. I just I've got Juber's Cir- Legacy number two. Cool. Some other stupid shit, but um, all the time on the show we're talking about comic books, but it's usually in. In discussion of the storylines and creators, mostly from the writer's perspective. I, I want to hear your guys' opinion on what your favorite comic book artist is and why. Yeah. Because we usually don't talk about those. Yeah, guys you're right. a lot. We always do so that, writers. Like, Greg, maybe not your favorite, but like wh- who, who's standing out for you artist-wise right now? Right now, I'm in, uh, I'm in love with Eric Larson. He's doing... Uh, Spawn? Yeah, he's doing the art for Spawn. He's the creator of uh, Savage Dragon. I, th- I don't know that he's one of the... F- I feel like he might be one of the founders and owners of Image. Mm-hmm. Well, he's definitely a classic Image creator. But right now, t- him and Todd are doing Spawn, and I absolutely fucking love it. Like the, the 90s art? It's so 90s, man. Like, they started out with a classic, like, almost a silent issue. I think that's the one you read, Cody, where it was like, Spawn goes to hell, and it was just, like, action scene after action scene. No, I, I bought Spawn 250. You know, oh, no, you're and kidding. it made you, no sense Yeah, you literally bought the, the one, then right... If you bought the next one, it would have, like, all added up. There was, like, no dialogue. It was just fucking 22 pages of Spawn just killing people. Like, he kills hell. He goes through hell and kills everybody. <laughs> it, it's good. And, like, I mean, uh, classically, Todd McFarlane started drawing Spawn, and he brought with it, like... You were saying like a really weird proportionate, like a proportion body, like really slender. A lot of the action scenes seem like out of place. Like, well, you, you're a big fan of McFarlane as well. Oh, as, oh, I as am as an artist, but right? I, I appreciate. Like at first, I didn't like it. Who isn't a fan of McFarlane? Well, I think a lot. Of, like, uh, most he's hard. He's hard. It, yeah, it, it's a classic, like over the top image. Something similar to like what Jim Lee did with how he drew women, like big busty DC characters, yeah, almost like know. Robert Crumb. <laughs> yeah, just like over the top, but like. But that's uh, the like way what? McFarlane did is like if fucking Spider-Man was reaching out to you, it looked like his arm was like popping through the page, you know? Yeah. yeah like his forearm would be bigger than to Spider-Man. To me, comic book art is his art. Because when I grew up, 
like 90s comics, everything, that's what they all look like. I think, I think, Kyle, it was yeah. you and I talking about this the other day, or maybe it was Cody and I, but the, the, what, what you imagine right now of Spider Man shooting his web, and it's like a, a black, like thick black line with gray lines circling it, and then they're all attached. It was like that was Todd McFarlane, and he said, like, that was one of his biggest regrets was doing that. Yeah, because it took him a million years to draw it. Yeah, that it would take longer just to draw the, the webs for Spider-Man comics and to do the whole issue. Yeah, like the least impressive part of the page. But it was the most like Yeah. But everyone, it's something that he probably now. stuck to with his style like right from the get-go, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah, so for right now, and I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Greg. Uh, I keep saying his last name wrong because I, I always want to say Capullo, but I think that's not right. Greg Capullo, yeah. yeah. Capullo, yeah. Yeah? But I'm a, a huge fan of his artwork. And iconically, him and Todd fucking doing Spawn like that is Spawn. See, I feel like Greg Capullo's style is a modern classic, similar to Atomic Farland, where when we say the word classic, you should think like Golden Age, Silver Age. But, artists, I mean, no, that's like but, like, but for us, like 25 years ago, for us, yeah. like a 90s comic would be like the, the iconic art style. Oh, yeah. Everyone's jacked as fuck, really thick inking. Well, I, I can show bold colors. Legs that are like. The like size fucking of GSP. Size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like guy's size is like the size of an entire woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're ridiculous. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's, I like that shit. Yeah. Right. That, that's classic artist. It sounds like, homoerotic when I say that. Wh- what no, about it, you, though, Kyle? Yeah. Uh, Capullo would have been one, uh, I would say, there. I, um, you, g- you gave me a bunch of the Batman. Yeah. Uh, Capullo shit. And uh, it's so spot on. He yeah. stopped doing Spawn to do, like, to stick with Batman. Batman. And I mean, to be honest, if you had to pick an iconic character, Spawn is one. You know, I mean, if you get to create, like, what just recognizes the image of Spawn. But drawing Spawn is really fun. The only other thing that you could want yeah, to do so, yeah. would be to draw Batman. Yeah, that big cave. And, I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. And, I was gonna say, like, and to be honest, like, drawing that cave is probably really easy because well, it takes up so much space. And just doing Gotham in general. Yeah, I think, Gotham like, looks like the way they draw New York. Like, the, cla- the, the image of Spawn opening his well, cape with bats well, I'll ask out. you guys, then, who's your favorite Batman artist? Ooh. Yeah. Man, I love the iconic look of Frank Miller's Batman. Jock. Jock, yeah. yeah. Jock. He, he did, did some like, Scott Snyder stuff? Yeah. yeah. Or like, no, uh, was it uh, pre-New 52? Yeah, like the Black no, Mirror that, that wasn't That, that wasn't Scott it was, Snyder. That was... um. No, when it was uh, Detective Comics, it was Oh, Snyder. okay. And yeah. We, I, I like we were getting the David Finch for a while. He did the Dark Knight. No, he's cool too, and he was he was writing in. Um, and but who was the guy doing all the Batman when we were doing it? And he got me that sketch. We walked up to go meet him right before yeah, his was, lineup. Uh, that was uh, Finch. David Finch? No, no, no. He was bald. Daniel. Uh, Daniels. Tony Daniels. Tony Daniels. Oh, Tony Daniels. Yeah. yeah he was I'm gonna have to say that, like, for for as far as Batman, the the huge bulk of mine is like Grant Morrison and Tony Daniel Batman. Yeah, those are good. See, I don't know what I would really say. But uh, my other, sorry, I wanted to, before, I, I always love Lemire. Uh, obviously, we talk about it oh, all the yeah. time. But his stuff is great. I Yeah, that was like a, he doesn't count. And uh, the other would be, uh, is it Fiona Staples? Yeah, for Saga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same with her Archie stuff. She, I thought that would be like a really stupid, cheesy thing to do, to reboot Archie with a new art style. But she was the perfect candidate to step up to the plate oh, for that. Oh, fuck yeah. Especially because she was hot as fuck. She was probably like considered the best artist because Saga was fucking hot as shit at that time. Yeah, it was like in its peak. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I guess that's really... Oh, I can't think of the artist, but uh, I always really liked the art in Morning Glories. So the art, the, the, yeah, I love I love, I love Morning Glories, but did you love the interior or did you love the covers? I like both, but okay, yeah. So like more probably the interior art than the covers. Well, the covers were goddamn gorgeous, but it was a different artist. Right back. What do you say? He said pre-pack. Uh, um, but yeah, I wish I could remember the name, but I can't off the top of my head. So shout out to whoever that is, Cody. I guess um. If I were to do it, I'd have to do it with like different categories. All right, well, let's stick to a comic book. Well, I guess, guess no. If, if we're talking like superhero books, then shit. Um, I feel like I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna say one, and you're gonna say like, oh shit, yeah, that would have been it. I don't know, man, because like, I kind of want to throw like a classic Jack Kirby or something like that. No, that's solid. That's a good answer. You know, like I, I like fucking... I I had the Captain America poster on the, on my wall purely because I think it's iconic because Jack Kirby did that shit back in the day. Set the stone for every comic artist 
Okay. Yeah, underground uh, and mainstream. You know? Yeah, no, I, I got one that's gonna make you. Both I went more like, modern than older yeah. ones. I didn't no, know. but definitely I have my favorite like underground cartoonist oh, and all yeah. that, which would be like Chester Brown, probably. He's fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah, like, as a cartoonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, straight up. And then like, like for shits and giggles, then like maybe Charles Schultz. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. man, like do? like peanuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. So like, those are some iconic images with very simple lines. Yeah, that that's for like, sure. For sure. Like, you could say, like, Charles... Yeah, what did you say? Charles Schultz. Yeah, totally. Uh, but just coming back around to comic books, I mean, the fucking one that I'm surprised none of us said on our first go-around is Alex Ross. Oh, yeah. He's on a different level. Yeah, no, that's a different I know, thing. right? That's just an artist, you know? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Uh, well, and then the other one, I don't know the name because I'm not as well-versed with the, the comics, but uh, wh- whoever did the art for Swamp Thing. Which one? The, like, a, like the Alan Moore run. Uh, so, I so feel the like f- that was a few. Oh, it was? A guy from Gananoque did Swamp Thing. What? what? One of those. Yeah, man. Dan Day or whatever. Yeah, I didn't know that. Him and I are friends on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? I didn't know this. I didn't. Um, Gananoque for anyone who's Apparently he did like one issue or something like that. Or Shit, like maybe he was a colorist or no, something. That's, pretty but cool, though. Fuck, that's cool as fuck. Man, Ontario and Canada is just full of artists. Like that's that's all we do, man. We got nothing but beautiful scenery and a lot of spare time. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, it's true. But it's a lot of inspiration. Speaking going of around. Alan Moore, like Dave Gibbons. Yeah, the Watchmen. That's iconic. Fucking. Like that's especially when we were just talking about like that '90s image. Well, what was nice like, about that? It looked like classic Golden Age, but refi- refined. You know. I like when people wear boots that look like pirate boots. When superheroes are wearing like those, like just. Boots like go go boots. Like they have no laces. They just no no no. Like the boots that just pull up. They have no laces, and then they fold back down like a like a good. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a pirate boot with a cuff. Yeah, yeah, I know like exactly what you're talking a fine about. Fine cuffed boot. Yeah, like back in the day, like superheroes all had cuffs. Cuffs look badass, man. But man, Cody, I, I uh, Adam hooked me up with speaking of the Watchmen because uh, Rebirth right now is really incorporating the Watchmen into the DC universe, and so Adam Adam's our comic guy. But uh, he's a good guy. He hooked me up with... Uh, he's a hustler. He fucking hustles me good. He gave me he uh, the question, like an old eight, 1988 print. And uh, it's Is just... It old Alan Moore book? No, no. It's, uh, but the guy's doing a shout-out to Alan Moore. Did, I'm pretty sure the Alan Moore did the question. I feel like he point. wrote it, but I don't think he inve- he came up with that character. I feel like it was a British book. I think it is British. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, Alan Moore didn't come up with a lot of his characters. He well, no, like he started doing like just general but the, superheroes. The, char- the question is like trying to get somewhere, and he gets on a train, and he in the airport or the fucking terminal there, he picks up a copy of The Watchmen and reads it, and then dreams oh, yeah. about Rorschach. Weird. And through the whole issue, he's like narrating to himself like Rorschach would. That sounds awesome. And it was pretty good. And like they like I did a read up where they do a shout out to Dave Gibbons and Alan Moore, and then at the end, it's like another little like fucking toss nod. It was such a fucking great comic. Like as you're reading it, the questions in the woods, and he's getting beaten up, and all of a sudden these three arrows shoot down in the green. The three green arrows they shoot down, and then you turn the page, and he's just like, "It's like who are you?" You turn the page, and it's just a full page of of like classic Oliver Queen with a goatee, like silver, like the, the golden goatee, and like the boots with the cuffs. Yeah, he would have the cuffs, you know, yeah. and like the big belt buckle, and he's standing it's the there, like he's doing the Superman pose, like hands on his fucking uh, hips, and he's like. Oh no, I'm the good guy, and I'm like I finished it, and Adam just gave it to me as like a little special. And when I got, it, I went back down to the shop, and I was like, "Fuck, man, like I want this series, but I mean, from like 1988, it's gonna be like fucking ten bucks an issue, and it's just like randomly in the middle. Like, I mean, it's never gonna happen, but comics were great back in the day. Well, like comics are still great today. <laughs> they and are. Speaking of really good scores, you just got something that was pretty fucking awesome. Um, Chapter House Comics just put out. Um, oh, yeah. Was it? Uh, was it? Was it, What's the title of the series? Um, I f- uh, shit. I, it was like a summer North special. Third? No, 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 no. This was like a summer featurette. Oh yeah, it was like an anthology. Yeah, story. like um, like a quarterly, I guess you know, or like a, uh, like a kind of like a presents type. Yeah, thing? like it's a, just a Chapter House. So Chapter House is like a Canadian uh, company that just does comic books. Which I think is fun. It's good because back in the day, man, I used to go to the corner store to buy comic books. You know, I'm like little fucking like convenience stores, and you just can't buy comics anymore. But fucking randomly at Max once in a while, Max is like our, our corner store. It's like the local, well, like it's Canadian a, it's chain. It's a fucking yeah, it's a chain franchise. But once in a while, you'll see fucking comic books sitting right on the counter, and they're just the chapter house books. And I mean, that's fucking what you want to see. 
Yeah, but this book you just got was it had one featuring Justin Trudeau, our nation's leader, on the cover. Yeah, it was a steal. It was Friend of the show. It was supposed to come out on Canada Day, and it was ended up being like two months late. And I picked it up, and uh, I had the opportunity to get it autographed. So uh, I like a autographed by, not by the creator of the comic, but by Justin by Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> so um, somebody's getting it autographed for me, and they sent me pictures. Like I've got the autograph. It says to Greg on it. Uh, all the best, Justin nice. Trudeau. I think. You know, I uh, I always feel like I got uh, a few connections if, if when things go south. Like we joke about, uh, I get a fender bender, I call a <laughs> cop to help me out or something. Uh, you know, well, I know people. I don't have an in with the prime so, minister. No, 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 but like the story, Gregman, the story gets better <laughs> actually. So speaking of which, right? So uh, Cody and I and uh, another friend, another guy, a friend of ours, uh, we put out a book called Epics back in the day. And um, it's a collection. comic book. It was a comic book, and it was uh, stories written by Cody and I, and illustrated by Christian Wolf. And um, you know, I we gave out a bunch of autographed copies just because we we're hot shots. And uh, <laughs> the when I got my the Justin Trudeau Chapter House comic signed, uh, a signed issue of Epics was also given to the Prime Minister. <laughs> and, like you uh, need to read this, and he's Trudeau. But uh, from what I know, I, I can't remember who now, and I don't want to say. I love a name. to think of the fucking nation's leader reading that comic. Can you too. imagine, man? We get win. imagine I, if he actually like even read one panel. And well, fuck that because that means it would be your panel. <laughs> <laughs> now a lot of people look at the first and the last, which means you know they got that. Fucking Chris, if anything, is going to get the fucking like all the government money. Where's this money coming from, Greg? Fucking Trudeau's money. Trudeau's money. He's just like yeah. No, but he's a give fan. these guys money. Find he's, this he's man. He's a fan of comic books, right? So. Uh, Apparently, I can't remember who, but Adam was telling me that before he was prime minister, Justin Trudeau was at one of the fan expos, which is currently going on right now. It starts tomorrow. When you guys hear this, it'll be... It's like that Canadian Comic-Con. But uh, the Justin, biggest one in Toronto. Justin A Trudeau lot of was there, and yeah. he got one of those blank covers done. It was a DC book, and it's Justin Trudeau is Superman, and the artist did it for him. You guys can find it on Google, but the prime minister kept it, and he has it now in his house. He has a copy of Epics. But then also today, today's Wednesday... It's a new comic book day. I picked up uh, Civil War 4. Yeah, Civil I was War. just going to ask about this. And I heard about this too. Civil War 2. two issue 4. Issue 4 or 5. I don't know where they know which one it is. I'm not following the series, but it's got uh, old JT on the front. So, I mean, fucking knock on wood. Listen. That's me <laughs> knocking on wood. I'll get this other issue signed. You guys can find this all on is Twitter. It, so, man, I got, I, I have you read the issue yet? I, I only saw like a headline about it. No, because I got the issue and I immediately gave it to the person who was going to get a sign for me. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't want to jump the gun there. So, like, I haven't read it yet. But I do have the fucking Civil War comic. I will go on record and say I'm not going to read it. But it's a, it's classic in its own right. Because, Why are you not uh, going to read it? I think well, it, it's in, just in the middle of the issue, right? Oh, and yeah. So, but I, I heard he beats up Iron Man. That was uh, the headline. I might glance through it. So, is back. It actually in the issue? Yeah. yeah so, like, as okay. a character. So, back in the day, right? So, Chip Zdarsky wrote it? Honestly, I don't know. If you want to grab a Canadian it, Canadian creator, yeah, I'll go find it's, it. It's it's sitting on my uh, on my bookshelf or on my on the little fireplace next to my bed, which is a real thing. <laughs> but uh, so so back in the day, Marvel had Alpha Flight, and Alpha Flight was the Canadian X Men, right? essentially, yeah. And it was yeah. the based off the success of like Wolverine being Canadian. They were just like we can rock a Canadian themed X Men, and their HQ was in Ottawa. And uh, they met up with Pierre Trudeau, and they got missions from Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau being Justin Trudeau's father, and also, also the, a prime minister. The prime Robert. minister. And so, just to kind of commemorate these events, uh, this week's issue of Civil War has members of Alpha Flight going and consulting Justin Trudeau for advice. That's my understanding. I have yet to read it. Cody's got it in his hand now. It's a beautiful cover. Yeah, it's Civil War II, written by Chip Zdarsky from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. First chance I get. And that Raymond Perez, side. who is also a Canadian, who did uh, Jim Henson's right, uh, Tales right. of Sand. Yeah, man. It looks like a beautiful issue, man. If anybody is even just, because I'm sure a lot of people are following Civil War, just uh, take note that uh, two Canadians uh, are putting that book that you love in your hands and that uh, the one of the greatest fucking political leaders out there right now I think is on the cover of a comic book. Because he's legalizing weed. Man, there's all your kinds of reasons to love Trudeau. Yeah, man, I don't smoke weed, and I voted for him. Man, yeah, whatever. There's pictures of him getting arrested by stormtroopers. Well, speaking you know, of Chip Zdarsky here, like, that wrote this issue with Justin Trudeau on the cover, he randomly added you to Facebook today, which is funny. Like, it was the second after I texted him, being like, Zdarsky Con's going on. 
right across the street from King Kong, uh, from a uh, fan expo this year. Oh yeah. So this one Toronto writer is basically like saying fuck fan expo. So he's and just rented a place across the street. I love it. That's and genius. it's featuring a bunch of actually really talented creators, uh, including Chester what? Brown. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Chester supposedly does not have a lot of love for fan expo. No, because I think they charge for the booths even for popular people. I think that's, yeah, a, I think that's, that's a big enough. issue for them, too. Well, and there's, okay. a lot of, there's a lot of politics going on. Even Jeff They Lemire, charge uh, for the booths even for pop. Or that doesn't seem like – if they just charge for everybody, that doesn't seem like a bad thing to me. I mean, not to get into the, like, the minutiae of no, running but, a booth. No, but basically – Shouldn't everyone just I, pay the I, same? I, what I think is, like – Zadarsky's at the level where he should be doing signings and all that shit. Yeah, and I they, get that. They should be paying him for going there, but they don't. Okay. I get that, I guess. I, that might just be my theory on it, but... No, but they probably only pay the ones that co- you actually have to pay to go and see, like Stan Lee. Exactly, but what I'm saying is that, that he's at the level where like this should be more of a Comic-Con than... And there should be more of that, where you I could agree. go see Stan Lee Chip Zdarsky. That's such a yeah, good no, I, I get that. So he's just putting on his own thing across the street with a bunch Come of on. really cool uh, Canadian so creators, like, like Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of uh, Scott Pilgrim, is going to be there. Not not to get into like actual location based stuff in Toronto, but like where, like it's Steam Whistle, like at the beer. No, I, I have no idea, but apparently it's across the street, oh. and like the the convention center is massive. So so that's like ha- yeah, that's like half of downtown Toronto, basically. Yeah, so, yeah I get like that. That's going to be fun. There. But I wanted to ask you guys, like, you, you've gone to quite a few cons. I've been to a few. What's some of your, like, uh, best experience, best experiences and, like, some of uh, your most uh, favorite people you've met at a con? Mm, well, I'll go out and say, other than, like, local King Con stuff, uh, my, the only con I've really been to is Fan Expo. Um, at least that's based around comics. Like, I've been to other, other stupid shit for paintball or some crap like that when I was younger. But um, at Fan Expo, the big my favorite person I ever met there was Billy West. Oh yeah, and I bought that. F- Do you still have it? What? That Futurama action figure. Uh yeah, I assume somewhere. I don't know where. We, but yeah. we got that fucking. What one did you? Oh, you got. Oh yeah, you got uh, Captain Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yesteryear. And, no, yesterday. Is it yesterday? Yeah, and uh, actually, just I have a signed poster and another signed comic issue from him and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I've been a huge fan of Futurama, and for those who don't know, Billy West is the voice of Fry and Zoidberg, yeah. and uh, pretty much half of the people you know in that show is him, and also like a thousand other things that you don't really think of him, like he's Bugs Bunny and like Space Jam and a bunch Seriously. of Seriously? Yeah. Wow. He's he's the voice actor for the most part, like outside of the cast of The Simpsons. Like John yeah. DiMaggio <laughs> and Billy West fucking own the voice acting scene here. I don't know. what What's the guy that does Zapu and all those characters on The Simpsons? He's fucking pretty amazing. Like uh, Hank... Uh, Azara? Yeah. Azaria. Uh, that, that would be probably their biggest... He's pretty badass. Yeah, but like outside of The Simpsons, those guys are yeah. paid yeah. fistfuls of money because they've been doing that shit for 20-something years now. 28 years, 27 years. So, yeah, those guys are getting money. But, uh, I mean, Billy West does, you know, tons of other stuff. Sure, uh, so West same as John money, Maggio. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. You're, Futurama's you're, been around for a couple well, days. Well, and you're fucking Bugs Bunny, you know? Like, you're the guy who's doing Bugs Bunny now. Like, that's a pretty big deal. Like, Mel it's Blanc, outside of that, you're... It's gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, that was my biggest one. Uh, other than that, though, uh, we mentioned him earlier, Greg Capullo. Meeting him was really awesome. He's a super nice guy. Uh, right up there with literally like one of the nicest stopped, people we met. Yeah, like, you know, going to a con, you're sitting in line for, you know, an hour, at least if you're lucky, for mo- if you really want to see somebody. And he took the time. It, granted, I mean, you sat in line a lot longer than other people, but to talk to every person. Yeah. Like a Go conversation. Your That's important. Look at your portfolio if you're an artist. Like, have a conversation. Take stupid pictures with people. Like, pe- oh, guys asking him, like, he hey, man, take a picture. I want you to choke me. He's like, fuck it. All right. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go. He's picture. fucking And great. he's a huge dude. Like, he's jacked. Yeah. And but yeah. What's awesome about him is he's the jacked nerd. Oh, I mean, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, it was like, do you know how you get that jacked? Working from home. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, you're like, he's doing good. Like, you, you know, and that's fucking awesome. And he just genuinely seemed like he wanted to be there and wanted to talk to the people. Which, you, you know, you meet other people. Like, I don't want to throw. <laughs> I guess. I, fuck it, I will. The first person I ever met at a con was Brian Azzarello. Damn. 
cold as ice. That guy was not nice. He set like, an honest bad example for damn. what cons are like. His signature is a dick. It is a dick. And that was, he literally drew, drew a, a dick, dick in my it's book. It's a tip, a long shaft, and a set of balls. And he just like, fuck you. Next. And, and like, I'm all for personalizing a book. But you normally ask. Like, a lot of the guys ask that. He didn't. He's just like, what's your name? Like, he tell, he's just like, I don't want these motherfuckers selling this shit. Not that I ever would. Damn. But, like, what and he idiot. was just stone cold. And it was like, sign the book. Don't make eye contact. Slide the book to the other side. Not even touch, like, his assistant or whoever's with him or, like, talk to them or turn. Head down. Do it again. And, like, efficient for getting through the line. But, I mean, the line was only probably fucking 20 people. And yeah, like, like he was Joker not Joker nice. and Luther. Those yeah, he's read, he's written some good shit. He did uh like uh some that before Rorschach before Watchmen or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. He also fucking did well, the. I really uh, like Luther though. Like Bro- Man of Steel. Yeah, for I really like him. Brian yeah, Joe, no, that was a cool take on DC when they did the villain books. No, but huh. seriously, if we're gonna shit talk Brian Azzarello. <laughs> he <laughs> uh he fucking wrote the script for the new Killing Joke. That was fucked. Oh, the which oh, is the yeah, movie? which is pretty bad. And I always kind of compared him to Alan Moore. Have you watched that Kyle? I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's bad. It's bad, man. Just like if you want, I'll lend you the book and just read it and have a good time. I know, oh no, I've read the book, yeah, the like, Killing Joke. Like I, I have no, that. I, mean, I have but it. But I mean, like, signed, instead of think, watching yeah. it, just read it again. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> it might be signed actually. Yeah, Kyle but and I, I share a comic collection. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I I just heard they bunch of. I don't know. I not just Alan feel Moore. like a, no, not Alan Moore. Not that Alan Moore. He's not he's not doing the rounds, but I might have had it signed by whoever the artist was or somebody else just because I had the killing joke on me. All right, so how about great uh con moments for you, Greg? Yeah, this is kinda like a, a sheepish one, but I, I can't forget it. And I just always think about how differently our lives would be right now. The con I are at Fan Expo. Oh man, you're gonna get into this. I know <laughs> you, this you've told the story, story already. On here? Yeah. Well, all right. Also, comic thing. book artist, I forgot to yell. Shout out to Yannick Paquette. Yeah, we watched another him do a fucking live drawing. That was pretty sweet. Nice. Doing some swamp thing. Um, I don't the know. The story like, is I, essentially Greg was going to take the swamp thing, number one. I told him not to. There was an, there was literally like an empty table with nothing on it except for swamp thing, number one. And no before one it was released. Like and swamp thing, the re-release in the yeah. new curve too. I was just sitting there, and it was just like I think I didn't even have my name on it, and I had it in my hands, and we <laughs> yeah, started walking away. Signed. And Kyle was it just said for like, Greg and everything, and I was like, "No, Greg, it's not." Like for I had you. to go and put it's it a back. Like, Greg. I, it was like I already had it, and oh, he was nice. just like, "Put it back." It was like two ninety nine written on the cover. <laughs> That's back when they were drawing the line. Greg, I think you're probably forgetting a big moment for uh, cons for you. Meeting the Twin Peaks cast. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I got another okay. one that he's probably forgetting too. No, I'm not forgetting anything. It's just like I feel like if I tell these stories, people just aren't going to believe me. But like we were standing in lineup to go meet Ray Wise, and fucking Laura Palmer, and was just looking over there, giving me fucking good eyes, just smiling at me, and it was just like get the fuck out of here. This isn't happening. Cheryl and Fenn's fucking sitting over there. Yeah, man, and like I go over and get to like see Ray Wise, and that man is just like a fucking or like I, I remember like right i walked now. up behind greg and the only thing i said to him the whole time is you have very nice teeth <laughs> his but teeth were fucking amazing oh ray wise is oh way? yeah that's what you said to him or yeah, what greg said I, I said he had really nice teeth <laughs> that's a weirdest fuck compliment he's, dude he's beautiful no i think they might have been dentures yeah i know that, that the veneers. Be yeah. but uh, that was great um I got a lot of good moments, but again, they just seem fake. Like, even when I tell them out loud, like, I just feel like, like it didn't happen. The one that comes to mind for like, it's funny that I can think of more moments for Greg at cons and you did the same thing for you. trying to think of it. But uh, when you uh, ran into Alan Tiddick. Yeah, no, like, I didn't forget. I mean, like, I was thinking about it. Like, so I went with Kyle and his brother, and uh, they needed water and cash. And, like, those are the two longest fucking lineups in Fan Expo. And, like, I did my, my best to, like, stand with them for a while. And I was like, shit it, man. I'm going to go fucking look at just, uh, I don't even know what they call it, like expensive row, where you actually have to pay 50 bucks to get in line up to go see Stan Lee or fucking stand next to the DeLorean. And I was like, whatever, I'll just go see all the hot shots. And I'm fucking walking around, and I see the DeLorean or Stan Lee. I don't know who, but I got excited, and I like went to go turn and run back towards Kyle and like knocked over Alan Tadic. And I just, you know, it was a Canadian thing you do. You just like go and try to help the person up. But then I just like blanked. And, like, I saw him on the ground, and, like, I didn't do anything. I just put my hands out and kind of froze <laughs> and just, like, stared at him. And then he, like, picked himself up, and my hands were still in this, like, really awkward, like, T-Rex pose. 
you know, and I'm just standing there staring at him, and he just kind of reached out and shook my hand, and just kind of like smiled and just like walked off, and like I didn't know what to do, and like I kind of like was out of breath. I'm out of breath right now, and I like he went, was out of breath when he came running over and, like, to tell I, me. He I didn't to even go, tell the I story. Turn, I turn again, and then I bump into Norman Reedus. Like I must have just been standing in like a fucking exit lineup or something, and I I bump into Norman Reedus, and again I just stare right at him. And he does the same thing. He just kind of like smiles at me. Like, I mean, I just put my hand out. He shakes my hand and he just walks off. I think he had like a toothpick in his mouth, some sunglasses on. And he just like walks off. And like, I literally run back to Kyle. Like, I trip and fall. I'm like crawling through a crowd. It just seems fake. Like, it just doesn't seem like it happened. Like, I remember them both being like incredibly short. Like, I- I'm like slightly tall, but I mean, they Not were slightly tall. You're like well above average. They, height. Were, they were short as fuck. Like, they're shorter than you guys from what like, the way I remember the story. Well, we're neither Cody or I are very short. We're like an inch shorter than you. (laughs) Yeah, well, then I guess (laughs) what I mean. Like, they're just like, they were short. But I don't know. I'm like kind of sweaty and out of breath right now. (laughs) I do remember him fucking coming back. Like, me and Reg are eating like hot dogs and chugging water because we've been inside a con for like six hours. Man, you got lots of con hot dogs, eh? Yeah, that's you all gotta get. eat something at one point in time because you're. I was. I'm always hungover. It's like thirty dollars for a cheese. Pizza. I was gonna say fuck a nine dollar oh, slice of pizza. No, but we also the the most the fun I had probably that whole time that year was when we got the pizza and we just sat in the middle like uh, the the only wall where you could find a spot to sit yeah. at and watched and just watched people watch for like a half. So hour I can't and believe pizza. that people don't lose a fucking eye. Like there's like a, that one sweaty Greek guy. And he's just hustling swords. He's like, sword, you want a sword? You want a sword? You like Final Fantasy? Oh, yeah. Fucking we, all know, we all know the guy. You know, and yeah. he's just like sweat. He's wearing a black shirt and you can see like the, the sweat dripping off his shirt. And he's just tossing swords out into the crowd. He's like, you want a sword? You want a sword? You, you touch the blade, you bought it. You know, and he's just like, and then there's just people walking around doing like fucking kung fu swings with a sword. And it's like people just ducking because like no one looks behind them when they just decide to fucking bust out Highlander. You know, like, oh, it's, it's wonderful. It is a great place. I think my favorite experience at Fan Expo, at the time, it was the most stressful thing ever, but in hindsight, it's kind of funny. As me and Greg's comic was fresh out, and oh, yeah. we were nice and civilized the night before the con. Went to bed really early, woke up, cracked dawn, about to drive to Toronto, place. go to pick up our artist, because we were going to go pump our book at the new the Fan Expo. We pick him up, and you can just tell he's fucking out of his mind, wasted. Like and all good artists are. Yeah, and he gets <laughs> yeah, in the truck. Funny. He's like, "Boys, haven't slept yet, but we're gonna have a good fucking time." <laughs> and oh, he was man, so riled up the whole drive there. And then once we got to the go station in Oshawa, you could tell he was crashing hard. It's like, oh, you're gonna start to be a fucking downfall on this whole excursion, aren't you, buddy? Because it's, it's tough to go in there. Like I always lived in Toronto when I went. So me being hungover as fuck, not a big deal. He had no wallet. I'm I'm, I'm minutes away from home. Yeah, you know? he had no wallet. No phone. He had no phone. We lost him. We lost him. Like we got there and then we just fucking lost him instantly. And we're and, like, well, and fuck. That's easy to do because he's losing someone in about seventy thousand people. He we found him at the very end because we knew he was going to go to the DC book review. Like he brought his portfolio to get like to get it reviewed. And uh, that that's how we lucked out. That's because we just Cause man, we out of all those people, we thought we were fucked. We didn't think we'd find him. And, like, yeah, we went to that DC review, and we saw him walk out the door, and he's like, oh, they kind of liked it. And we're like, man, you're fucking lucky we found you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. really. Because it's hard to find so anybody. Yeah, that there. was one time we lucked out really hard. I guess for, like, meeting people um, was probably the first time I met Chester Brown, which was at TCAF, Toronto Comic Arts Festival. And um, I was standing in line at the end of a line for a different artist. And then like, once it was my turn, she's like, well, are you ready? I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the beginning of the line for Chester. <laughs> <laughs> so like I was standing there like first in line. And then like, so I had a stack of uh, like loose issues for him to sign. And he started signing them. And at one point, like he looks up to me, he goes, you know, you can buy all of these collected in like hardcover at like the bookstore, right? <laughs> I, I was thrown off so bad. Cause I thought it would be like, like I I I collect his shit. He should like respect that. But he was like, he made me feel dumb for like, buying the loose yeah. issues. Like he thought you thought he'd be proud of you for like yeah, having he, all the old no, ones. But he, no, like, he, you paid me nothing, you prick. Yeah, he's just like, no, that's kind of fucking weird. <laughs> and yeah, I did ask my like comic book store owner buddy about that, and he said it's because with reissue or old issues that you buy on eBay and shit, they're not making any money off that. 
Yeah. But if you go buy the newest hardcover or whatever at Am- off Amazon or the bookstore, they're going to get some royalties. Yeah. So in hindsight, it's kind of funny, but I, it was the only time that like he's a legend in my eyes, probably my favorite creator. But like he made me feel like an idiot <laughs> getting my book signed by him. That makes me feel bad. <laughs> no, but it was still a great, awkward experience because you can't expect anything less from Chester Brown, really. Also, it's weird because, like, I got you, like, your first issue of any of his stuff, and I gave it to you. I, like, it was, I was perpetuating something he definitely didn't want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It is what it is. No, I'll, I'll get them all. eBay is a, it's a expensive game, but I'm going to. Try, I'm trying to harness it. You, you bought you bought what two copies of his latest book though, right? So you're good. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> you're paying your dues. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's been episode 22 of Two Versus Three. Uh, you should uh, check us out on Twitter at Two Versus Three, and on Facebook, just search Two Versus Three. It's the easiest way to find us. Yeah, you should uh, also go to uh, B Movies and, and ebooks. Dot com. <laughs> Uh, and check out all the other great podcasts there. They have some fantastic ones.